0: And now, without further ado, here he is, just sipping on his water, chomping on the bit. Doctor History. Good morning, Zeb. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm good.
1: How are you? Good, good. It's going to be a great week. Uh, well, Thanksgiving is always a great week. It is. I love it. Yeah. Uh, we've got a bunch of family coming: in-laws, outlaws, kids, grandkids. You said it. I did. not In-laws, outlaws. How many are coming to your house? I'm going to guess. Anywhere from 40 to 50. In one house? Well, you know, we're going to set up the table. and How many tables? They may be sitting on the floor to eat. (laughs) How many turkeys? Uh, I don't know. I leave that to my wife. You haven't seen the bill yet. I I don't even want to know. Okay, well, what are we going to talk about today? (laughs) Okay, I've got a guy that's going to tell this in his words, uh, his story, and this happened right here in Idaho. And so some of the Verbiage or the words I'm going to use are uh, from back then. Okay, okay. so kind of like his diary, his diary, okay. his words. Okay, right. so here we go. I'm going to start out with again with his words. When the news of the discovery of Rick silver ore in the Wood River Valley country reached the settlement of Southern Idaho, I was anxious to join the rush. In consulting my wife I found that in her opinion we were as well off in one place as another. We had nothing to lose and the entire world was ahead of us. Consequently in a few days we placed all our earthly possessions in a wagon drawn by four Cayuse horses and joined the rush or rather we headed it. Uh, As in our anxiety, we started a little too early in the season, we reached Littlewood River without a great deal of trouble and traveled up its course for several miles where we encountered snow and mud, which made the continuation of our trip impossible at that time. This was not serious, the fishing was good, and everything looked rosy to my wife and myself. Now, Zeb, you've been up that way. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, early spring, there's gonna be mud, there's gonna be snow. Slush. Slush. Yeah. So they um they stopped. But anyway, he continues. We pitched our tent and put up a number eight cook stove that we had with us and prepared to keep house. What's a number eight? I have no idea. Is that I think one it's larger been...
0: than a number seven? <laughs>
1: That's all I was going to say. But anyway, for several days, we were quite alone until one evening a rider came to our camp. He was a cowboy whom I knew. He informed us that a man by the name of Riley, who had a wagon loaded with whiskey, beer, and so forth, to open up a saloon. Wait a minute.
0: Where is that wagon?
1: (laughs) I'll tell you here in a minute. Anyway, he was going to open up a saloon in the Wood River Country. I don't know for sure where that is, but, you know, there's a lot of country. Anyway, he had stopped some two miles below on account of the roads and his heavy load. He had opened a saloon at this point. He also told us that 15 or 20 cowboys, with all of whom I was well acquainted, were camped there. So, you got the picture? I'm starting to. (laughs) All right. The next morning, I concluded to walk down to the new camp and see the boys. I found them congregated near a newly made settlement where quite a number of other teams and wagons, loaded with passengers and freight, bound for the new mine, were laid up on account of the roads, in all, making quite a camp.
0: Was this up by Haley or someplace? It kind of sounds like it. It
1: does, kind of, doesn't it? Like uh, over in that area, maybe not far as Catch him. I, I don't know. Yeah. So, so here we are. After meeting all my acquaintances and forming some new ones, it was decided that we patronize the only business house in the camp, and all hands crowded into the tent that handled only merchandise that sharpened the wits. I see. Enlivened the propensities of the young, and momentarily brought back the vigor and audacity of youth to the old. So, in other words, <laughs> they were drinking like fish. Yeah. I mean, he describes it pretty well (laughs) so he continues after indulging in considerable quote conversation water yeah someone suggested that we find some outside amusement They seemed to look to me to make some proposition. I was considered the fleetest, and it was known that I could outrun or jump farther than any of the high heeled and bow legged cowboys in the country. Okay. And as I was full of ambition and some, quote, red ruin, another term for red ruin. Yeah, I hadn't heard that one before. Mm. Okay. So he says, I propose to jump anyone in the crowd single stand and jump. For the drinks all around.
0: Really? No. So he would have to buy if he didn't do it. Right. If he didn't out-jump. Okay. Okay. Well, wait a minute. He's only one party. He would only get one drink
1: from the group? I don't know. <laughs> so, well, no, he's going to he's going to challenge somebody. I see. Okay. And the loser has to pay.
0: Ah. Okay.
1: Now, he says, no one seemed anxious to enter the contest, and it looked like I was not going to get any takers. I grew a little louder in my banter when a, and he calls this, he says, when a strip of a boy, I'm, Taking that to me kind of a smallish yeah,
0: you know, kind of a, a thin scrawny. Yeah, you know. scrawny. Okay.
1: So uh I'm not. He's no. <laughs> <laughs> well, he says I'm not gonna go there, so. yeah, No okay. uh, he says when a strip of a boy and I as I took him to be, crawled up over the creek bank with a fish pole on his shoulder. Uh oh. After listening to me for a few minutes, he said, I will jump you, mister I could see that he was a young tenderfoot, and I counseled him as to the consequence if he should lose. Drinks were 25 cents, and the crowd was large. His only reply was, set your pace. So here we got a group of men standing around waiting to see who's going to win a jumping contest. Yeah. All right, so here we go. He continues, I draw a line in the sand and concluded that I would jump so far, the first jump, that the young immigrant would weaken. I was more than satisfied with my first attempt, and my friends, who had placed some money on me, were jubilant until the young fellow towed the mark and easily beat my jump by about eight inches.
0: Now, wait a minute. This is a a standing-at-a-line jump.
1: Right, just right. like a broad jump.
0: Yep. Yeah. And and probably how far?
1: Well, I don't. He doesn't say, but he does say the young man beat him by eight inches. Wow. So I, I have no idea. Wow. You know. So he said, uh, realizing that I had the competitor of my life, I stripped to my shirt sleeves and jumped time after time, but was unable to reach his mark. Oh. So he got beat. Yeah. All right Now. He continues, of course, we imbibed with considerable merriment. pretty hard to jump when you're uh, laying flat on the floor. (laughs) Well, anyway, he says, then I gathered up my coat and vest to find that in my jumping I had lost my pipe. After looking through the sagebrush and sand, I announced the loss and offered $1 reward to the finder. Wait a minute. This guy's already broke from buying all those drinks. Yeah, now he's lost his pipe. Oh, my goodness. So, he says, after I had done considerable announcing, the young fellow who had beaten me jumping handed me the pipe. Uh Uh-oh. I was surprised that he took it from his pocket instead of finding it in the sagebrush. Did he pilfer it? Well... Let's keep going. Okay. (laughs) I handed him the dollar, and he took it with an air that seemed to convey the idea that he had not only beat me jumping, but had outwitted me. Uh Uh-huh. Okay? So take that for what it's worth. Yeah. After more hilarity that was, I love, love this Now now we're talking about hilarity. In other words, the
0: guy's as looped as a loop. Yeah, they're
1: all they're all whack.. Oh, yeah. Okay, so after more hilarity, that was enjoyed more by my competitor than myself, I felt up to this time I had been a good loser, but that my opponent was a poor winner. Uh-huh. I watched his face that was beaming with delight and good humor. then I said, "You beat me jumping, but I can whip you." This
0: doesn't sound good.
1: He's beating up on a kid. Okay, well, let's keep going. (laughs) He was just as anxious to fight as he had been to jump. Really? Yeah. We started with a little sparring and a few ineffective blows by myself. While they did no material damage, I waited in for a healthy swat. But he soon got my measure, and I kissed the sand. <laughs> Uh-oh, wait a minute. We've got to have some music in the background. Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, it, okay. So my friends gathered around me, telling me that they were astonished that I would fight. My past record had been one of peace and good generalship.
0: But it was the liquid that perhaps changed his personality. It could have done that, I yeah. See.
1: So he goes on, this made me more anxious to revenge. And when someone proposed a drink, my opponent elbowed into the bar next to me with a smile on his face. He seemed to have something to laugh about, and I didn't. Well, yeah, I, he got whipped. Yeah, well, we're not done. <laughs> <laughs> I could not stand it and concluded that if I could get the first lick on the fellow, yeah. I could whip him. Okay. I was willing to take some advantage, and as he stood unprotected at just the right distance, I called him Thief and hit him with all my strength, square at the butt of the jaw that sent him sprawling backwards. Oh, he got him. Oh, well, just a minute. <laughs> You're getting way ahead of me. Seth. I'm trying. to. Be I know. The,
0: this fight's going too slow.
1: <laughs> I was confident the fight was in my favor, when suddenly something seemed to go wrong in my head, <laughs> and I found that I'd been knocked out through the door. <laughs> really? Okay. Quickly, my mind cleared up again, which I don't know how much it cleared, but yeah. my friends gathered around me, warning me not to fight anymore. Well, I tried to console myself with the thought that I had not hit him in the right place.
0: Uh-huh. Oh,
1: oh. I had heard that a blow on the point of the chin would so shock the brain that the person hit would become unconscious. You ready?
0: Okay, lay it on. Uh, don't literally lay okay, it on all me, right. but Okay,
1: I figured that an upper windmill blow would accomplish this. From coming from your knees I, up to his a nose. Windmill, whatever that. Yeah. yeah, buddy. And as my opponent rested one elbow on the bar, I said to him, Where in the devil are you from? He said, I am from Indiana. And I said, I can whip that Indiana son of a gun. I bet that's what he said. But I think just a little before I finished the sentence, I struck him with all my might, the blow reaching the point of his chin, his head went back, and the round seemed well in my favor, but only for a moment. Are you kidding me? Here we go. This guy got up (laughs) off the floor? I never saw a man come out of a shock so quickly in my life. He seemed to take a real interest in the fight, not taking the trouble to knock me out through the door, but through the side of the tent, then followed me out and cleared up about 10 or 12 square feet of sagebrush with me. Uh I took the count and lost the fight, and with it, the ambition to fight anymore. It took him a while. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so then he goes on. Then I thought of my temporary home and my wife up the river. Refusing more sociability, which is probably a good thing. Another drink. Another drink. I hit the trail. Uh My eyes were swollen almost shut, and as I traveled up the Little Red River, I could hardly see. I regretted the outcome of that day's amusement. What would my young wife say? She would know I had been whipped. I found her busy doing some fancy work, and when she looked at me, she was horrified. I explained that a man much larger than myself had wronged me. Uh, that was just probably not yeah. the smartest thing. And I was compelled to fight to protect my honor. Yeah, buddy. And he goes on, he says, and while my face might look bad, my opponent was even in worse condition. Uh huh. She said, if that is the case, he will die. In other words, if he looks worse than you, he's probably dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, he had to say face with his wife, right? Uh, yeah. Anyway. I, I feel uh, there's more coming. Well, not not a lot, but oh, a little. Okay. Well, yeah, a little. Okay. okay. Anyway, she put me to bed and placed cold tea leaves on my eyes oh, boy. as I lay totally blindfolded. I reckon for revenge. I had a $4 shotgun that I thought I might load with buckshot and go down and shoot the fellow. That probably wasn't the smartest thing. Okay presently i dropped into a peaceful sleep peaceful <laughs> for who knows how long only awakening when my wife took the cloth from my eyes the swelling had gone then the shotgun idea pipe popped into my head again i see but my better senses had returned <laughs> and i said to myself that fella beat me jumping he whipped me fairly three times if i go down there with that shotgun he will take it and shoot the stomach off me <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, he said he went on he decided to go fishing instead. Well, did you ever find out about more about the guy? Yeah, it says that uh, basically this young fellow from Indiana proved to be a professional athlete and prize fighter and was known later in the mining camps as the Indiana Slugger. Uh oh. So, you know, he would just I So just, this this
0: guy was very slender. Yeah. But must have been quick. And uh didn't weigh very much and uh looked like he was easily gonna be put on the carpet. Yeah. But didn't he, work that way.
1: No. And I'm gonna just Venture that he goes to these mining camps and takes on a few of the, the money, yeah. But what about the stolen pipe? When did he do that? It was somehow in their jumping contest, it must have dropped out, and then really? he probably saw it. So the guy was a thief too. He was a thief, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that I thought that was kind of a funny story. That <laughs> no, just, you ever do something like that. No, I. Uh, the only time I got in a fight, I about uh, drugged the guy to death because he caught his hand in my back pocket. That's a good line. That's a good line. Yeah. That's a good line. yeah I, oh. I was, my physical stature is not such that uh, I would come out well. In but, a, you
0: know, the the references to uh, the barley corn and the drinking were something that you don't hear or read or see very often. Right,
1: right. Well, you know, uh, and up in Albin, yeah. uh, there was a guy that was going through there with a load of liquor. Really? And he got stuck in the mud right in the middle of what was then not really much of a town.
0: Oh, party time.
1: But he... He just sold his horses to the highest bidder and wrote Saloon on the side of his wagon. And the town just naturally grew around that, that load of liquor. Is that really true? Yeah. Yeah, up in Albany. Really? Really? Because that was, you know, originally the county seat. And it's still there today. <laughs> that wagon is still sitting. <laughs> okay. I think it's pretty well empty. And they bought some new horses. Okay. <laughs> they did. They what did. else
0: have you got Thanksgiving this week?
1: Well, uh, I did bring a few notes about Thanksgiving, just okay. in case we had a few minutes. We've but... got a little bit of time. <laughs> okay. Um, actually, uh, more than 45 million turkeys are cooked and eaten each year really? for Thanksgiving. Really?
0: Uh, 2000... and, and 44.9 of them are going to be at your house
1: with 50. People yeah, we, in your house. might have to get some tofu. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, 2010 sales reached 4.37 billion. Uh, turkeys were the only breed of poultry native to the Western Hemisphere.
0: I didn't know that.
1: Domesticated turkeys cannot fly. Wild turkeys, however, can fly for a short distance yeah. uh, and can reach speeds of 25 miles an hour. And
0: you ought to see them come down at the end of that <laughs> little distance. <Yeah.
1: laughs> and uh, actually, the turkey is uh, actually a type of pheasant. Of, uh, I
0: did not know that all turkeys it. are related to pheasants yeah, somehow. And oh, me darn!
1: I love eating pheasant. That's one yeah. of the best wild game. But yeah. uh, at one time, the turkey and the bald eagle were each considered as the national symbol of America. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah. Benjamin Franklin was one of those who argued passionately on behalf of the turkey. Really? He uh, felt that the turkey, although quote he says vain and silly, was a better choice than the bald eagle.
0: Really? Yeah. So. Well, it's a better looking bird, the bald eagle. Oh, man. Uh, turkey kind of looks yeah. like he's got an acne problem. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, personality.
0: <all> <laughs> but uh, so you got your family coming over.
1: We do. My mom, my mother-in-law, some of—I uh, I think uh, all but one of my kids will be there. Really? Thir- Thirteen? Well, eleven grandkids and and uh, all of them, of course, will not spill on the rug or anything. No, heavens, no. You, grandkids don't do that. No, they don't spill. They don't make messes. And You're in for a busy day. They're and they're all eleven and under. Oh, the how many? Well, just eleven are coming. I Actually, see. Actually, ten and under. Okay. All so. Right. Uh, Anyway, we'll have a great time. Where did Grandpa get his patience? Me or my dad? No, you. (laughs) Well, uh, I had five daughters and one son. Yeah. And uh, with five daughters and one son, you kind of learn patience as you go along. So you are like kind of in a way
0: that fighter we were talking about, only you bite your lip.
1: (laughs) That's right. I don't imbibe. Yeah. Maybe I should. I don't know. (laughs)
0: What's your favorite part of the Thanksgiving holiday? I mean, my favorite is sitting down at the table with family and giving the blessing. Because it means a lot to me right there.
1: It does. And, uh, you know, I've talked before about how thankful we should be for this great country, for the miracles that happened a couple of hundred years ago that preserved America for us. I mean, the Chinese could have discovered America. It would have been a Chinese country.
0: Yeah, and I'll tell you uh, what. Our forefathers, they were so smart as to how they set things up and the wording of our Constitution, et cetera. And today, we have people that want to cast that asunder. And all I can say is, don't even try.
1: Yeah. Well, and again, we've talked before. I've, we've seen the... the the hand of the Lord in preserving this country, absolutely, time and time again, with the, the the victories, the battles. The I've just been reading about World War II and some of the great men that lost their lives absolutely. and fought to preserve this great country,
0: absolutely.